Okay, we're learning Daftalad. So let's just recap what we started learning, which was Machlokasin Reb Shimon and the Rabbanon. If somebody commits to being a Nazir, but instead of just saying, I'll be a Nazir, they go on and they specify certain details about their Naziris, but they don't make it all encompassing. So, for example, the guy said, I'm a Nazir from grapeseed, I'm a Nazir from haircutting. Or I'm a Nazir from uh, Tumah. So the question is, once you specify, and you're only specifying one aspect of Nazirs, is that a Kabbalah's Nazirs from everything? Or do we say, no, it's not Kabbalah's Nazirs at all, because Nazirs is all-encompassing. So again, it's only if you specify that there is the debate. If you just say, I am a Nazir, clearly that's fine. The question is, when you say, I am a Nazir, from one aspect, then that's the Shiloh, whether or not it's a Kabbalah's Nazir. So the Rabbanon hold, like our Mishnah said, that a person becomes a full-fledged Nazir. It's all-encompassing, even if you only name one aspect. Shimonel, no. It's not a Kabbalah's Naziris unless you accept it from everything. Once you specify, you got to list everything. So the Gemara noted <coughs> that there were two different Sukkim that they were looking at. So we started with Rip Shimon's Pasuk, was Mikol Ashriyasmi Gefen Hayayin. First it said whatever is made from the grapevine, which is Aser. And then afterwards it specifies Mechartzan and Vadzak, from the seeds of the grape until the skin. So that extra phrase, from the seeds until the skin, so that comes to tell us that um, once you go to specify, you have to specify everything. Rabbanon argued on that, and they said, we have a different Pasuk. Miyayin, umi shekhar yasr. The Pasuk says, don't have any of the great products. And then it said, from the new wine and from the aged wine, from shekhar, he should be yasr. So this is, this is uh, coming to tell us that if you're going to specify, you have to specify everything. You've got to tell us even the wine. And, you know, and I'm sorry, that's the opposite. That if you only mention wine, you're still a nazir. In other words, even if a person only in his maisa, in his kabbalah sincerus, only mentioned wine, he would still be a regular nazir. So the Gemara said back, how does, what does Reb Shimon do with the Pasuk? <clears throat> so the Gemara said, Reb Shimon uses the Pasuk to tell you that mitzvah wine is usher, just like optional wine. Just like optional wine, the Nazar can't drink, so too mitzvah wine is also for the Nazar to the drink. But the Gemara said, what's mitzvah wine? You're talking about Kiddush and Abdallah? The way Rav Rishonim learned, Kiddush and Abdallah is not a mitzvah to drink the wine from the Torah. It's only Midar Abbanan you drink the wine. Midar so the mitzvah is just saying the words. So that's not called, by Torah law, you don't need a Pasuk to say that the Israel of Naziris is Chal and the Kiddush and Abdallah wine because there's no mitzvah to drink the wine. So what do I need the Pasuk for? What is Rav Shimon saying I need the Pasuk for? So we're at the top, Dalad and Aleph, Ella. Ella ki Adam. It's like Rav said, Shavuah she'esh, that person first swore. A Shavuah that I should drink. Remember, a Shavuah can go in either way. Either I will do something, I won't do something. It's not like a nether. So a person is making a Shavuah, an oath, that I won't drink the wine. Then he says, I am a Nazir. So it conflicts that. Because first he had a Shavuah that he has to drink it. That's the mitzvah. <coughs> now he has an Aziras that's saying, I won't be able to do it. So what's the law? Does he drink wine because it's a mitzvah that he had before? Or does he not drink wine because now he's a Nazir? So the Torah is telling you with those extra words, Miyayin. And therefore he's actually usher to drink the wine. That's the halacha. That's what the Pasuk is coming to tell us. So an interesting thing is that normally we taka say that if I have a shvua that, that asr is eating something, then we say that, um, that that it doesn't take effect if eating of that thing is a mitzvah. In other words, normally the halacha is by, by, by when you make a shvua and something to eat. When you, let's say a person makes a shvua, I'll just give an example. Um, you're gonna you're gonna have a shvua that you're gonna eat a piece of pork, right? It's zachal. You can't you can't do such a thing. Here it's interesting that the Torah is telling us exactly of naziras that you won't drink something can take effect even though there was a shvua before which was a mitzvah saying you had to do it. So that's what the pasuk is coming to make, coming to be mechadish. Okay, 
So now the Gemara says, what do the Rabbanon do? For Rabbanon, Nami, and we buy the Yain, Mitzvah, Kain, Mitzvah, the Rabbanon, how do they know that, right? They were using the Pasuk to say that even if you only spoke about wine, you're a full-fledged Nazir. How are they going to know that if this halacha, that, that the Nazir is Chala on Mitzvah wine? Says the Gemara, in Kain, Yain. It could have just said from wine. My Beshechar. So in other words, you have two extra words, from Yain. That's the Rabbanon's drasha. Even if you only spoke on wine, you're a full-fledged Nazir. But then the second part, why is it saying Sheikhar? Shabbos Minah, you're able to learn the second point as well, which is that even if it was already a mitzvah wine, it's still Asr. Says the Gemara, what does Rav Shimon do with that? Rav Shimon is obviously not darshaning what the Rabbanon are, so what does he do with the second word? Rav Shimon, I time in the cause of Sheikhar, the Torah had to write Sheikhar. Why? We needed to make the common word of Shekhar, what's used by going into the base of Mikdash. A Kohen is not allowed to drink wine and go to the base of Mikdash to do that vote. That's called it. Shesuyayayin. So there, the Lashon of the Pasuk is, Wine and Shekhar, don't drink, you and your kids with you. So now, what is Shekhar? Is, it, is there only wine or is it any intoxicating beverage? There are many other beverages which are intoxicating that aren't wine. Are they also as well? So we learn as follows. Just as by, by the Nazir, it's only wine and nothing else. How do we know that? It says Shekhar. Maybe that means intoxicating beverages. The Territ says, because the Pasuk says, before, only things that come out of the grapevine. So meaning, we clearly know that it's only grapevine products which are Azar. So if the Torah says, Yahin V'Sheikhar, we know it's still only limited to wine. It doesn't mean any intoxicating beverage. So we say that just as over here when it says Sheikhar, it doesn't mean other intoxicating beverages. It means still only wine. Avkavim Mikdash Nami. So too by the base of Mikdash, Yahin V'Shalom 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 Lo. When it says Sheikhar, it's connected to Nazar. It's only wine, which is Azar, but not other intoxicating beverages. Without that, you would have said, maybe the word Sheikhar can mean more inclusive other intoxicating beverages. But now that it said Sheikhar by Nazar, which we know is only wine, and it says Sheikhar by the base of Mikdash, the Xerish tells us that by the base of Mikdash, it's only wine. So that's why the Torah is writing the word Sheikhar. It's using the word Sheikhar so that this could be a source to the, to the Isra of Shtuyayi and that it's only on, on wine. So it's not an extra possible to tell us what the Rabbanon said. Says the Gemara back, this, this that we're saying actually disagrees with the Rebbe Yudah. We're saying if a person drinks a, a different intoxicating beverage and goes to the base of Mikdash and it's not an issue, that argues the Rebbe Yudah. Titan, Rebbe Yudah, Omer, let's say a Kohen eats these pressed figs from Akilah. So Akilah is the name of a place here. So they're very like unique figs and they have like intoxicating capacity. Or if you drink some honey or milk, which also can intoxicate. So, you know, it doesn't mean like a regular, you know, like the way we think of someone being drunk. It just means like you, you, your mind's a little bit dulled. That's the idea. It's not a sharp. And then he goes to the base of Mikdash. There's a chiyav according to Rabbi Yudah for coming into the base of Mikdash that way. So Rabbi Yudah obviously clearly does not hold of what we're saying. We're saying that we make a sheikhar, sheikhar, xer, shavah, just as by Nazir. It says sheikhar and it's only wine. So to go into the base of Mikdash where it says sheikhar, it's only wine. This comes to exclude from the opinion of Rabbi Yudah. Okay, good. Now the Gemara gives us a different approach. Again, what was the question? The Yain V'Sheikhar, what does Reb Shimon um, do with it? The Rabbanim were saying that we use it to say that if I didn't take myself as a Nazar only from wine, that's a full-fledged Nazar, what does Reb Shimon do? So we spoke about how Reb Shimon was in the past, how he was asering the mitzvah wine and one pasuk, and then the sheikh was necessary for the other point. So now the Gemara says, that Isser is Chal Al Isser. So what is Isser Chal Isser? Let's say something is Asr for one reason. And then there comes along a more inclusive Isser that wants to take effect. So generally we'll say the more inclusive Isser will take effect. What's the famous case? Someone who eats Nevela on Yom Kippur. 
Nevela is also to eat. But Yom Kippur is more inclusive because it asks for other foods. So if I eat a Nevela on Yom Kippur, I, do I get curries for eating Yom Kippur? Or do I say, no, it was, only, it was already also out in the Vela, so there's no issue Yom Kippur. So most Shittas hold, since Yom Kippur is more inclusive, so therefore, yes, you are going to be over and you eat on Yom Kippur if you eat Nevela on Yom Kippur. Rav Shimon holds, no. Rav Shimon holds. Even when the second issue is more inclusive, and the second issue doesn't take, is not chal on the first issue. Titania, Rav Shimon Omer, Olcho Nevela, Yom Kippur, Pater, he's Pater. So you don't, you, you don't, you don't, you don't have a chiyah for eating on Yom Kippur. So even though, so what's the point that we're saying? So it's coming to tell us that, that since generally, Isser is, chal, is, is not Chal Isser, but it's coming to tell you that by, that by Nazir, there's an exception to the rule. The Torah is telling you, Yishekar, the Torah is coming to tell us that Naziros could be Chal and Aser in something which was even wine before, that's what we mentioned. And then Sheikhar is coming to tell you that wine that was already Aser can get a second Isser of Nazir. So before we said it could take effect on Mitzvah wine. Okay, Chedesh wine. Chedesh too, let's say I have wine which is Aser, I don't know. Wine which is a Chvez, Teva, let's say. Wine which is Tremanya. Now you make yourself a Nazir and you drink that wine and you over on the Nazirahs. So without that, you would say, hey, ain't Isser Chal Isser. Zot the Torah of as well that you're over on the Yayin out the Nazirahs. Now, what's so good about this is that it's Lishitaso that you need a Pasuk. Because according to the Rabbanan, you don't need a Pasuk. Stam, someone who eats the Vela Yom Kippur is liable for Yom Kippur. It's intuitive that it's second more inclusive Isser is Chal. So to here, when a guy makes himself in his ears, it's more inclusive Isser, he's asking himself on all the wine. So it'll be Asr on this wine, which happened to be Asr as well. So the Rabbanan wouldn't need a Pasuk. That's why it ends up very Kishmak. Rabbi Shimon, in the second approach, who needs the Pasuk, tell me that his ears is Chal Isser is Lishitaso, that generally we don't say in Isser Chal, that we don't say in Isser is Chal on an Isser. Okay. Now that we cleared up what Rav Shimon does with the, with, the, with the Rabbanan source, so now we want to know what did the Rabbanan do with the Rav Shimon source. The Pasuk says with everything that comes out of the grapevine, and then it specifies the seeds and the skins. So Rav Shimon was darshing that if you specify, you have to say everything. How does the Rabbanan agree with that? The Rabbanan say, Hasim over there, The Pasuk comes to tell you that the different things that a Nazar can't have combine with one another. So what are we talking about? Allah is, if you can't eat a forbidden thing, you only get punished if you eat a kazais, right? That's a very basic concept to us. Even if it's also to eat the smallest amount, punishments are only given out if you have a kazais. So let's say I have a little bit of grape seed, I have a little bit of skin, and they're different entities, different things. Would, and you eat both, and if I'm starve them together, it's a shear of kazais. But each thing is not a kazais. Am I liable or not? So the Pasuk says, yes, it's an inclusive thing from everything that comes out of the grapevine, from the seeds to the skins. That's what the Pasuk is coming to teach. Rabbi Shimon was using the Pasuk to teach. If you specify your Nazir, you have to specify everything. Rabbanan is saying, no, that's not what the Pasuk is telling you. The Pasuk is telling you that the different Yisrael from Nazir and Star are together. I, why didn't Rabbi Shimon need the Pasuk for that? Rabbi Shimon's Lashitas, Rabbi Shimon Lashitas, Rabbi Shimon the tiniest, it says in the Pasuk, Rabbi Shimon Actually, Rabbi Shimon's idea is that when you eat the tiniest amount of, let's say, Nevela, you get Malkos. Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold of, you need to eat a Kazais to get Malkos. Lamar Kazais, Elin, and Karban. According to him, the whole din that you need a shear for liability is only specifically to bring a Karban. But for general liability of lashes, of punishment, even a kosher who suffices. Huge machlik is Rab Shimon and the Rabbanon. This, this is found in Masechus Makos. So Rab Shimon and the so we're talking about Naziris. Naziris, anyways, is only relevant to lashes. There is no carbon that you bring for violating your Naziris. So Rab Shimon and the so you don't need a positive same as Zem Zemzeb because the tiniest amount, anyways, is Chayev. 
So therefore, Lashit also, he didn't use the Pasuk for that, and rather he used the Pasuk to say that if someone who's making himself a Nazar and specifies details has to specify all the details. So in summary, someone t- says he's in a zeros from one aspect. The Rabbanon say it's a, it's, it's a, he's a full-fledged Nazar, it's a couple of zeros from everything. They learn from the Pasuk, Shimon says, no, once you specify, if you don't specify everything, you're not a Nazar at all. He learns from this Pasuk that and then it specifies those things. And the Kumar has gone through what each of them do with the other ones. Pasuk. Along the way, we learned some interesting points. That Naziris is chal on mitzvah wine. Naziris is chal on previously prohibited wine. Different, different um, Yisurim of Naziris are mitzvah one to another for the shear to be chal. All right, here we go, Vaiter. Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah. Irene Kishimshon, so a little introduction, eh? Shimshon is a Nazir, but he's a very unique Nazir. A few things. First of all, he wasn't, uh, it wasn't pledged by himself. Hashem kind of said, you have to be a Nazir. Second of all, Shimshon had a very unique thing <clears throat> that he, he was allowed to become Tamil Mace. Third of all, is that he never, he never, he never got rid of it, right? It was, it was a lifetime thing. So very unique aspects about Nazirs of Shimshon versus other Nazirs. So the Mishnah says, "Are any Kishimshon?" Someone says, "I am like Shimshon, Kibam Menoach, who was like who was the son of Menoach, about the Lila, and who was the husband of the Lila." Kamisha Akrad also says, or, or the person says, "Like the one who tears out the gates of Gaza." Kamisha Nekev Pelushim is enough, like the one who the Pelushim poked out his eyes. I raise a Nazir Shimshon. He becomes a Nazir Shimshon, meaning to say, it's a unique Nazir that's chal on him. It's a different type of thing. It's a special type of lifelong Naziris, and it comes Allah Hashem Sinai. <clears throat> we're going to learn about them in the next Mishnah, but you could become Tamil Mace and it's forever, right? You can't get out of it. So the Gemara first asked, why was it necessary for the Mishnah to say that the person said all these details? So in other words, it sounds like if you just say Shimshon, it's not enough. You have to, you have to add, you know, that it's the son of Manoach and the husband of Delilah. Like you have to be very, very, very clear and explicit which Shimshon you're referring to. So the Gemara says, it was necessary. Someone just said, I'm like Shimshon. How about me now? Shimshon, maybe he means another Shimshon. How do you know he means the biblical character Shimshon was another? Therefore, it also has to say, <coughs> that he's the son of Menoch. He does have to specify. After <coughs> <coughs> he would just say that, that it was Shimshon, the son of Menoch, and he doesn't give a third point, then I would have a meaning. Maybe there's someone who has that name, Shimshon ben Menoch. You still don't know that it means a biblical character. So these inclusion, you have to make a third identifying character, characteristic as well. So, <clears throat> That's the point. You got to say three things. So either you say, it's a little bit choppy in the reading of the Mishnah, but this is the way he reads. Either you say, I'm like Shimshon, the son of Manoach, who was the, the husband of Levi. Or you say, I'm, I'm like Shimshon, the son of Manoach, who was the one who uprooted the, the gates of Plaza or, or was the one that the Plishim poked out of size. So basically you have to give three identifying characteristics and then we say it's clear who you mean. Okay. Um, now, the Rishonim debate, let's say you just said that, I'm like the person who the Pelishtim poked out his eyes. Would that work? Understand, if I say Shimshon ben Menoach, I need a third identifying feature. What about if I skip those and I just say the third? <clears throat> so, I don't know. Interesting question. All right. Says, says the Mishnah, Ma'ben Nazir, Olam Nazir, Shimshon. Now, there's a regular Naziris. Now, we just learned about Nazir, Shimshon for a second. Now, there's a third category of Naziris called a Nazir Olam, a permanent Nazir. There's an idea of a permanent Nazir, which is different from a regular Nazir. Now the Mishnah is trying to figure out what is going on. It's getting very confusing very quickly. We have a regular Nazir, we're familiar, it's only 30 days, however long he, la- he says it should be. He 
can't drink the wine, can't be Tamil Lamez, can't eat the grape products, fine, all very good. Can't cut the hair. But now we have another Shimshon, and then we have something else called Nazir Olam. So clarify, please. Says the Mishnah, Nazir Olam, the guy who's a permanent Nazir, the is, it's a lifetime thing. So there's a unique thing. Alacha is all alacha mishmi sinai. There's a unique alacha hichbed sarah. Let's say his hair is, is too heavy, right? Is, he really needs <coughs> he really needs to cut his hair. <coughs> what should he do? Meiko batar. So he he lightens it literally. He trims it down with a razor, meaning to say he doesn't you know fully cut his hair, but he can trim it. Maybe shalosh beimos. And then when he does that, he brings three animals. Which three animals? The same way a regular Nazir brings three carbonos, Chadas Ola Shlamim animals, when he completes the term, every time the permanent Nazir is trimming his hair because it got too much, he's allowed to, but he brings those three carbonos. It's like many completion of terms. Vim Nitzma, if he becomes Tameh, he becomes Tameh. He also has to bring the regular carbon that a Nazir brings if he becomes Tameh. In other words, it's the regular thing. You can't become Tameh. So it's the same thing. You have to, it's the same process. The two birds, the, the Asham, special carbonos for the process of Tameh. That's all for the Nazir Ola. So in what way is the Nazar Olam different than a regular Nazar? Basically one way. It can never come off and he's allowed to cause the hair when it, when it gets too much. Just he has to bring the carbonos to the completion of the term of Nazir's. However, Nazir Shimshon, it's a whole different thing. If his hair grows heavy, he still can't cut, 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 cannot cut it. You can never cut it. It's permanently also to ever cut the hair. He doesn't bring the carbon for Tumah. So Nazir Shimshon does not have the carbon Tumah, but he can never cut his hair. So it says the Gemara, Nazir Olam, who mentioned Nazir Olam? Like the Mishnah starts off by asking us a question, what's the difference between Nazir Olam and Nazir Shimshon? We had never mentioned that there's a concept of a Nazir Olam. So the Gemara answers, the Mishnah is missing, missing, and this is the way it should read. Someone who says, I'm a permanent Nazir. Hari is a Nazir. He becomes a Nazir. There is a concept of a permanent Nazir. Then the Mishnah asks, What's the difference? Nazir Olam, as we said, he, he's, he's not generally meant to cut his hair, but if his hair is heavy, he could trim it and bring the carbonos. If he becomes maybe carbon toma, he brings the carbon of toma. When his hair goes heavy, he still doesn't cut it at all. Amid bays, the ain't maybe carbon toma, and he never brings the carbonos of toma. So now the Gemara makes a deal. The Mishnah says that Nazar Shimshon doesn't bring the carbon. So let's infer carbon is a little mice, but his ears It sounds like if he sins and becomes tummy, he doesn't have to bring a carbon, but he's still not allowed to become tummy. Because if he's not, if he's allowed to become tummy, the Mishnah should say stronger: you're allowed to become tummy. So the Mishnah implies he's not allowed to become tummy, and yet he doesn't bring a carbon. So the Gemara says, "Money must decent." Lower people with Shimon. We're going to bring a price up with our Mishnah. It doesn't seem to work with anyone. The Tanya says, "Price read the Omer." Reader says, "Nazir Shimshon Motzo Tamei Meisim." Nazir Shimshon is allowed to become Tamei Lamei. Shekimatini Shimshon Shinitma. Shimshon, we see in the stories in Tanakh, as the Gemara will elaborate on soon. He actually is allowed was allowed to become Tamei Meis. So so too now. That's the prototype. But Nazir Shimshon could become Tamei. It's mutter. Shimon has a completely different view. There is no way to make yourself a Nazar Shimshon. Nazar Shimshon is not an option for a human being to make themselves. He never made himself a Naziris, right? There was no Kabbalah's Naziris. How did he become a Nazir? So that's not something that you can replicate. You can't be Makabo Nazir Shimshon. So who's our Mishnah? Clearly, our Mishnah is not the second one, right? This, our Mishnah holds there is a concept of Nazir Shimshon. So, but our Mishnah at the same time was Mashma, that there is an Easter for him to become Tameh, just there's no carbon. So, Mani, Ereb Yehuda, Avon Lachatri, Ereb Yehuda said that Nazir Shimshon is Mutter, even ideally to become Tameh. But the Mishnah just said, if he become Tameh, which implies that the Nazir is Asr Lachatri to become Tameh. 
Ereb Shimon, Amalokai Lon is here as Klal. Clearly, it's not Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon says there's no way for him to become a Nazir Shimshon. It, it just, it, there's no concept of a human being making himself a Nazir Shimshon. So, who's our Mishnah? Says the Gemara, Lolam Rabbi Yehuda. Really, it's Rabbi Yehuda. And you could make yourself a Nazir Shimshon. Really, you're allowed to make yourself Tame. The reason the Mishnah said, if you become Tame, you don't bring a carbon, is just for symmetry. Since a permanent Nazir, if he sins, becomes Tame. He has to bring a carbon. So for symmetry by Nasr Shimshon, we said if he becomes Tame, he doesn't bring a carbon. But the reality is he's even ideally allowed to make himself Tame. So what are we coming out? Let's just make sure we're clear where we are. There's a dispute in the Tanam if there is a concept of a person making themselves a Nasr Shimshon. The root of the dispute is Shimshon was him a Kabbal Nazir, so it was a, spe- a special declaration Hashem put on him. Assuming you could, now we're getting into the issue of that what is unique about Nazar Shimshon, and we're saying two points. Number one, he's allowed to become Tamay Mace. We clarify that. It's mutter. And number two is that he can never trim his hair at all. A Nazar Olam, the permanent Nazar is different. The permanent Nazar is someone who is allowed to trim his hair when it gets too long. And second of all, he cannot become Tamay Mace. So now the Gemara gets into, you might remember this from the Dharm Yud Gimel. Very interesting shayla. Hashem said that not Shimshon should be a Nazir, and Reb Shimon is making the point that that's not a Kabbalah's Nazirs now that you can make. That's just different. So the Gemara says as follows. Let's say that the dispute about whether you can be a Kabbalah Nazir Shimshon is really totally in the following Tanah. Now let's just a little introduction. Hopefully it's review. In Nidarim, what did we learn? That you can make a Nadir by being matfis something. Meaning instead of saying this loaf of bread is like a carbon to me, you can say that the loaf of bread is like something else that was prohibited through a nether, and then it will become asr. You're connecting it to something already asr through a nether. So let's say I say this piece of meat is like a carbon. This piece of meat is like a shlaman. Then it would become, it could theoretically become asr. But what if someone said, I made like a bachar, that this loaf of bread is like a carbon bachar. A carbon bachar is a naturally holy thing, right? You can, it, 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 it's not really a davar hanader, is it? That's what we're struggling with. So someone saying this loaf is like a bachar. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov still asrs the loaf. You can Connected it to something that became came about through another. <coughs> Rabbi Yossi mater, Rabbi Yossi is mater because it didn't come about through another. It was naturally usher. Just as someone would say, this loaf of bread is, to me is like a, a, a pork, right? That wouldn't be chal because pork didn't come about through another. It's just usher naturally. So too, a bachar is only usher naturally, not through another. So what's the shayla here? So my love, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says in Nazira's vow can, can, can come about through, can, can, can refer to Shimshon's Nazira's. Even though Shimshon's Nazira's was natural, but, but you can be Makabo Nazira's. He goes like Rabbi Yaakov, that if I say that the loaf of bread is like a carbon bachar, it is effective, because it doesn't have to be that there was an actual vow that was made on the carbon bachar. The same way Rabbi Yehuda is saying that Nazira's Shimshon is good, even though Shimshon's Nazira's didn't come through a human being saying it. So we're saying... We assume that the same thing is true over here. It's like a hatfasa a little bit. It's a very interesting comparison that the Gemara is making. You're making like a hatfasa to what happened to Sh- by Shimshon. So if you hold like Rabbi Yudah that you can make a hatfasa to a carbon bachar, so so to here you can make hatfasa to Nazar Shimshon. I, both of them didn't come about through a regular nether. So too, we say that, that, that but just, just as Babakar didn't come out through regular nether, but, but, but Rabbi Yaakov still asks you from eating it. So to Rabbi Yudah holds that even though it came about through Hashem, it's still something you can connect to. And what's Pshato? Like, I mean, you can't connect yourself to a piece of pork. What, 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 what is the gather? What is the Gemara thinking in the Hava? I mean, it's not so, so simple to know what's the Gemara thinking. What's Taka the Taich? Why is a Bukhar Davar another? And why, what is the understanding how Shimshon would be under Davar another? At the end of the day, 
Um, at the end of the day, it was just from Hashem that they both became Asma. So I have to say, maybe the Gemara thinks it's like in broad strokes, it's both under a category of carbon or Nazirus, which generally come about through human declaration. So even if you're linking yourself to a Bachar or to Nazir Shimshon, which in that particular scenario, you don't need a nether to make, the Gemara thinks that you can link yourself to that. Perhaps that's what the Gemara th- is thinking now. But the Gemara, and, and, and Mashiach and Reb Shimon, who holds that when you try to link yourself to Shimshon Nazir, it says, Nachal, you require, you have to actually link yourself to something that was also through another. If you, if you link yourself to something that was also naturally, then it's not valid. So so to hear, linking yourself to Nazir Shimshon, it's not going to happen. Says the Gemara, lo. Really, <coughs> the Kuli Amabina is of another. Everyone might hold Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yuda that you have to ask your, you have to link yourself to something that was also through a nether. They met all like Rabbi Shimon over here. Mishani Gabbachar is different by Bukhar, they say by Lashem. When it's talking about a vow, it says that Hashem, an extra word in the Pasuk, that a person is, is, is making another to Hashem. So what's the extra word saying? Lavrava says a Bukhar. It comes to include Beriboy. If a person links themselves to something which is to Hashem, the carbon Bukhar, then even though it's not a Dabar another, it still becomes Asr. So basically we're saying that it's Xeris HaKasav over there, according to the opinion that it's Chal. But Avada over here by Naziras, you have no frame, you have no reference, you have no reason to think that it could be Chal if you say you're like Shimshon, because Shimshon wasn't Asr through a nether. Says the Gemara Rabbi Rabbi didn't say if you link yourself to a carbon Bukhar, it's good. What does he do with the word of Lashem? That comes to include if you link to a carbon Chatas or Asham. Chatas and Asham, is that a Dabar another or a Dabar Asher? That's a hard question. Why? Because it's only if you sin and then you're obligated to bring it. You can't stop donate it. But you have to be mocked to shit. You have to be makdashit. When you sin, you have to go consecrate an animal, chatas or asham. So he holds the pasuk is coming to say lashem that if you link it to a chatas or asham, it's a valid, it's a valid hatfasa. Now, but bchar is not valid. So how do you know to include chatas or asham and exclude bchar? All you have is the extra word lashem. What tells you that it's talking about chatas and asham more than it's talking about bchar? So Rabbi Yosi answers, "Mamani chatas v'ashem shekim matvisa mened." It makes more sense because Lamai said you consecrate them. Chatas v'ashem, you might be obligated to bring them when you sin, but how do you do it? You go and you and you and you make and you say this particular animal should be a carbon. So it's, it resembles a regular davar nadi. Motzar needs bachar. I exclude the bachar shekim matvisa mened. You don't make a nether on the bachar. The bachar is just naturally holy. So that explains Rabbi Yosi very well. Lashem we use for chatas v'ashem. We don't use it for bachar. Bachar there's no nether, and therefore if you say I really like a bachar, it's not chal. Says the Rabbi Yaakov. How does Rabbi Yaakov say back? He said, Lashem comes to include a Bukhar, but Lamai said, You didn't make a nether on the Bukhar. So finally, we get to, the, to what's really behind it. A Bukhar offering is designated through a vow. They said in the house of our teacher, How do you know that when a Bukhar is born in your flock, that there is a mitzvah? Two, consecrated. The male one you shall consecrate. Not just it is holy naturally. There's a mitzvah's hektish. Now, it's a big chiddish because it's still holy even without the hektish. And that's what Rav Yossi says back. Rav Yossi, nay, the mitzvah like Tisha. It's true that there's a mitzvah to say it is holy. But he won't If you don't do that, you don't do the mitzvah. Isn't it still kadosh? So meaning that what makes it holy isn't your designation. Maybe there's a mitzvah to recognize that it's holy. But you're not making it holy when you say this is a bachar. It's a bachar because it is a bachar. So now we understand the lumness of the machlokas. Everybody agrees that there's a mitzvah to say this is a firstborn animal carbon. But if you don't do that, it's still naturally holy. So now that's the machlokas. Rabbi Yossi says, since if you don't say it, it's still holy, so it's not a davar another. So someone who says, already like a bachar is mutter. Whereas Rabbi Yaakov holds, since there's a mitzvah like Tisho, it's like a davar another. And therefore, 
And therefore, if someone says, they're awesome. So now, after all is said and done, by the way, everyone should know the Ramban, the Ramban, famous Ramban, making Kiddush on Shabbos, the Ramban compares to this mitzvah. What does it mean you're being Makadish to Shabbos? Shabbos doesn't need your Kiddush, it's Kaddish without you. The Territ is, it's like the mitzvah of being Makadish Bachar. It's a very interesting thing that sometimes your consecration doesn't mean it's the means where the Kiddusha comes from, but it's a recognition of the Kiddusha, but it's a Maitza Makadish. That's what it is. It's not like, oh, affirming, I don't know what word you would say in English. <coughs> it's a real Maitza Makadish. Just it happens to be, if you don't do it, it's still Kaddish. All right. So now, where does that leave us? According to our explanation, Machlokas by Bukhar has nothing to do with Nasr Shimshon. And by Nasr Shimshon, we're still left a little bit strange because it doesn't come about through another. Hashem made Shimshon into a Nasr. So when you say, I'm like a Nasr Shimshon, you're not linking, how, what are you connecting to? And the Gemara was saying, that's why these are normal like Rab Shimon, that you can't become a Nasr. It's only Rab Yudah holds that you could. I, isn't there a puzzle by Nasr? I'm a Nasr, I'm a civil Hashem. By Nasr also it says, person makes himself a Nasr, Lashem. So why don't we darsh in Lashem, similar to what we did by Bechar, <coughs> that if somebody makes himself a Nasr, Shimshon, that it's Chal. Says the Gemara, no, the word Lashem tells me something else. I need the word Lashem to tell me what it says in the Bible. So Amr Shimon Atzadik. <clears throat> I never, even though I was a Kohen, but I have the right to eat from the meat of a Chathas and Asham, but I didn't want to eat from an Asham offering of a Nazar who became Tameh. Why is that? Basically, it was a Midas Chasidas that he was concerned that a Nazar Tameh is bringing a carbon, which probably regrets the fact that he ever made himself a Nazar. And therefore, it's a little bit like Hulun Bazar. It's not actually Hulun Bazar, the guy has to bring a carbon. But the guy is regretting it. He's not connected to his carbon. So Shimon Atzali didn't want to have anything to do with the meat of that carbon. So he says, I never ate the meat from, uh, from, from, from the carbonus of the Nazir. Except one, one time. One time I was able to tell that someone was really sincere. Shabbat Lemon Adarim. This person visited me from the south of Israel. He was really a handsome person. Beautiful eyes, good looking, and he had these wonderful locks of hair. Why would you come and destroy this beautiful hair? Because the Nazir has to shave his head at the end of the term. So why did you make yourself a Nazir and destroy the hair? I was a shepherd for my father in my town. I went to draw water from the spring. I saw my reflection in the water. And the Yitzhar grabbed me. It wanted to destroy me from the world of Martilo. So I said to my Yitzhar, Reka, you empty one. Why are you so strong in this world, which is not your world? In the end, it's just going to become wormy and full of maggots. I swear, I will shave off the hair. So Shimon Atzadik heard this. Amarti, I stood up and the I rose. I kissed him on the head. Amarti, lo, Kemoschal, the way you're doing, you're with Nazir Israel. Most Nazirim are no good. They're insincere. The way you made a Nazir is that there should be more. Alech Amar, Kasev Ishki Afel Lindor Nether Lahazer Lashem. That's what the Pasuk Lashem is saying. When you do it, have God in mind. Do it for the right reason. Don't do it for the wrong reason. Okay, Gavaldik. So now the Gemara asks. So what are we coming up? What are we saying? That Shimshon wasn't made through a human vow, and that's why many Tanam old, you can't make yourself a Nazar Shimshon. Nazar Shimshon didn't make himself into a Nazar. It wasn't a vow, a human vow. L'cha'ira was true. So we thought what that means is that as soon as he'll be born, he should be declared to be a Nazar. Says the Gemara, no, the angel was saying the actual, the actual declaration. The angel is not saying when he's born, make him a Nazir. The angel is saying he will be a Nazir when he is born, automatically. So actually, there was no declaration. 
All right, so we haven't really cleaned up Rabbi Yehuda. It's very interesting. Rabbi Yehuda still says that even though it came about through HaKadosh Baruch and there was no declaration of Maziris, you could still make yourself into an Azir Shimshim. We haven't like explained that so well. If anything, we've explained everyone who disagrees. <laughs> Even the people by Bechar and Rabbi Shimon, we understand them a lot better. Okay, now the Gemara continues with the last point. We said that Shimshon became Tameh, and therefore it must be the status of Nazar Shimshon is that he can become Tameh. So Al-Kamar, where do we see from Tanakh that Shimshon made himself Tameh? We know on the Shimshon said, with the jaw of the donkey, he killed a thousand people. So L'chaira, what does that mean? He's becoming Tameh because he's making contact with their dead bodies. That's not approved. Maybe he threw the jaw, but didn't actually touch them. So if he doesn't touch him, <coughs> so then, so then, um, <clears throat> so then, then he wouldn't become tam- then he wouldn't become tummy. Another point that we showed him point out is that maybe Shimshon was just protecting his life. You're allowed to, you're allowed to be over in your series to, to save your life, right? So just because Shimshon killed people, even if he would become tummy, the Gemara is arguing, in, you know, maybe through the draw. But even if he would become tummy, that's not a raya. We showed him our bother by that. All right, says Shimshon killed thirty men and he took their garments. So Pashup Shad is after they were dead and they were tummy, <coughs> he took their garments off them, which would make him tummy. Says the Gemara, no, Vayach, um, maybe he took them off while the while the people while their bodies were alive, and only then did he kill them. Says the it says that first that he he killed them and then he that he took them. So you see they were hit before he took the bag off. Says the Dilma goes to Maybe he brought them right to the end, he brought them to the very last breath. But they were technically still alive. In other words, he hit them and then he removed their clothes, but they, they didn't technically die at the time that he took their clothes off them. So you don't ever prove that he became Tame. Says the Gemara, finally, you have to say that it's just a tradition. It's Allah Then another Shimshon is allowed to become Tame, and that Shimshon didn't become Tame. You know, you're right. You can't see it from the Psukim. You just have to assume that it's, uh, the, the source of it is Allah Hamashim Sinai.